what was your read uh, from your viewpoint today at the scrimmage? Um, a lot of veteran leadership, I felt like, uh, at least from the offensive side of things. I feel like uh, I haven't been a part of many scrimmages where I feel like the offense gets the better side of the defense. Part of the reason is because the defense is so has been so great in the past, you know, with some of the guys. But I really feel like uh, the fact that we've got so many veterans on offense helped us a lot today to come in first kind of like live situation work um, and just be clean, be efficient, and be able to run from different sets, from empty sets to, you know, three tight ends, uh, the different sets. And that kind of veteran leadership, I felt like, was shown by both Cam, Charlie, um, and the rest of the guys. How do you feel like the, the competition's going with those quarterbacks? It's, I mean, gosh, I'm glad I don't have to make the decision because they're both playing so well. You know, it's, I've said this many times before, but it's just wonderful knowing that it's not a competition where we're searching for a quarterback. You know, you're just desperate to find one. It's one where you've got two great guys and uh, they, they are both, you know, performing at a high level. And so, you know, we're going to have one of the best backup quarterbacks in the country. That's all I know. I don't know who the guy's going to be yet, but. I know that we're going to have two great options. How much does the game change with either one of them? Or are they pretty similar that they, the system they're, doesn't change? They're pretty similar. Uh, and they're, they're both pretty mobile as well, which is a positive thing. Uh, they both have the ability. They both have a great pocket feel. And I think Charlie's is because of just unbelievable ex amount of experience, right? But uh, I mean, they're not like a Tyler Huntley in terms of speed, but in terms of understanding, OK, it's, third and eighth, I could pick up the first down with my legs that, you know, there were a couple times where they did that this game or this, this scrimmage. So I, that's really appealing, but they're very similar types of players. Kyle noted Theo Howard a couple of times when he yeah. talked to us. What have you seen from him since he's come in? And do you feel like he's up to speed with the rest of you guys who have been here? Absolutely. The, I mean, Theo had a great day today, but he's been doing well off camp. Uh, once again, people forget how good Theo was on the field. You know, at UCLA, he was an unbelievable player, had some battles with injuries in Oklahoma. But Theo is another guy with veteran skills. He goes out there and he has confidence. He's, there's not many situations he hasn't seen. Uh, and he's got some quick twitch to him. He's, you know, he's just got some quick twitch to him. Uh, if we can get five or six guys in the receiver room, and, and I think we have five guys right now, in there, maybe six, but five guys in the receiver room where there's almost no drop-off at all. And, and you can rotate these guys in and out. Uh, it's an unbelievable weapon to have. You can run go balls, take them out, and then put in another guy, corner's tired, and, and you've got someone like me or JD in there. You know, so uh, Theo has definitely stepped up, and he's earned that kind of title of one of the starters, first two guys, or first two groups type of guys. Great. There's been some chatter during camp about this team comparing it to uh, the 2019 team, uh -huh. what you're seeing out there, what leads you to believe that this group yeah. could be something special down the um, I think there's got to be a leader in every position group for it to be similar to that team. And I think that that's kind of what we have here. You could go through every position group and name a veteran, a leader who has bought into the team and the classic, you know, Whittingham mentality. Um, and I think that's what's similar to the 2019 team. You could go through every position group and name one or two leaders. Uh, and, you know, it's too, too early to speak <clears throat> on, on how you'll perform, but you can speak on the players, and that's what I have confidence. I'll, I'll talk about the players all day long on this team.
as someone who's been around a couple first scrimmages, um, being yeah. a part of today's or just watching today's, what is something that you look for during a first scrimmage? Like, yeah. just what is something that stands out to you or you look for over the years? Well, like I said before, I haven't been a part. You know, I guarantee there's going to be a defensive guy that watches this and says, oh, Covey thinks the offense got the better of the defense. You know, Deontay <laughs> Moala was already joking around with me that they're going to kill us next week. But <laughs> I haven't been around many scrimmages, especially first ones where the offense gets the better of the defense. And uh, so I, I, I don't know if I was not expecting that today, but just to be out, be out there and see that we weren't wide-eyed when it came real tempo. Um, granted, we held quite a few guys out just for being safe, letting some of the younger guys get opportunities. So that would have changed a big, a big part of things had all of the starters been in. But when you have um, the first two groups just executing when the first time you go real game speed, it's really impressive. And I was, I was pumped. What do you attribute that to? Why do you think the offense is so dialed in right now? The quarterbacks. I think I attribute it mostly to the quarterbacks. Um, it their confidence level rubs off on people uh, and you're able to open the playbook in a way that makes it really hard to key on any one part of the offense. Uh, you know, as you're searching for your identity, you know, if you have a great quarterback, your identity can be a plethora of things. Uh, so when you can, you know, get one-on-one -on -one opportunities because they have to stack the box, um, you know, or when, when, you, when they have to go cover two because you've got such a great quarterback, that's when you start getting other position groups' confidence. You know, when the receivers aren't getting, you know, hardly any passes, it's hard, to, it's hard to build that confidence and that trust. But when you've got the ability to do all these things, and that's why I attribute it to the quarterbacks. Last year, that secondary was pretty inexperienced, coming with you know, only five games of experience now. How do you, what, what's kind of your, your assessment of them going up against them this year, and what, what's changed as opposed to yeah. last year? Well, the good thing is, is I'd say the, the starting guys have great mentalities. And so they, they want to learn, they want to get better. You know that they're going to be good. I think that there are going to be a few growing pains to start. There have been. Um, but someone like Clark Phillips, JT Broughton, and then you go to the back end with Vontae Davis, Malone Mataele, uh, they have the right mentality. They just need some more you know, live reps like this. Uh, I think that film study is one of the keys to just getting that. And you know, I I try and watch more film than any player in the country, and I feel like that gives me the edge mentally when I go out there. And I think that's what the secondary needs to do because they have all the physical gifts. I mean, you've ever seen J.T. Broughton run a 40-yard dash? He'll be blown away. He's got all the physical gifts. It's just the mindset and understanding your opponent that I think. You only got to play four or five games last year. Um, understand how that gives you a bigger edge than anything physically, in my opinion.